Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode unlucky number of the Ray and Benny Talk Sports Podcast. We're here at the Underground Recording Studio, just on the outskirts of Nastyville. And uh, we got Grammy watching the front door. And of course, as always, we have the man who consistently forgets his soccer boots, Benny. How are you doing, brother? Happy New Year 2022. How are you feeling, brother? I'm doing good, man. Happy New Year to you, too. Hope you had a good holiday. And um, what? No soccer boots? Ah, no soccer boots, man. <laughs> Legend. Legend. I wish I've that, never met anyone who's called them soccer boots. Neither did I until that moment. And then um, I've heard it more often since then. But that was the first time I heard it. And that's why I think I found it so funny uh, at the time. But you know what? It's always helped me remember my soccer boots for the future. So <laughs> You've never forgotten your soccer boots. I don't boots. think always, I've ever forgotten them. He's always in your head. That coach who's always in your head. That's yeah. that's your Bill Belichick right there. That's the, that's the only thing I learned from soccer as a youth. <laughs> don't forget your soccer boots. <laughs> and it served you well in life. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. You can apply that everywhere. It's not just <laughs> about the soccer boots. It's about life. Exactly. I'll have to pass that on to my son there. So he'll remember his skates and all that stuff when he goes to hockey. Yeah. What are you waiting for, man? Yeah. Where's your soccer boots? So we're here 2022 (laughs) and we're going to do a bit of a review of 2021. Get that year out of the way, stepping forward into 2022. But let's take this episode to look back at uh, the year we had in sports, the year we had in Winnipeg sports, and uh, we'll also look at what's to come up in 2022. So let's start off with a couple of stories in the sports world, uh, brother. You know, sometimes we got to step out of uh, our little Winnipeg boundary here. What really caught your eye, mind? What intrigued you about 2021? Yeah, for me, one of the biggest things, I think, uh, I mean, we all know Canada is, is hockey. You know, that's the biggest sport here. We, we breathe, breathe, live and die with the Canada team wherever they're playing. But for me, one of the biggest stories was a different sport. And going back to those soccer boots, you know, it's Canada soccer, you know, men's yeah. and women's this year, you know. Um, the women win in the Olympics and then the men in their qualifying campaign for uh, the World Cup next year, you know, or actually this year now, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's different. We're not used to seeing Canada soccer win in anything. Um, and now to have two strong teams in the women's and men's, you know, it's exciting times right now. Yeah. It, it's, I'm smiling from ear to ear thinking about, uh, that, the, the win at, uh, the, with the, the women's team and the men playing in Edmonton, of course, dude jumping in the snowbank. Uh, yeah. we've never had these memories because we never had these feelings about the national team, at least when we were young. Right. Uh, they were just, we never even thought of them come world cup time. Cause we knew we would, they wouldn't be there. No. Uh, but to see this now uh, is absolutely exciting. And of course, there is a great argument for having a professional women's league. When you have such a great national program, why not get it going? You know, it's, it's promising when you have a, a team like the Canadian or a league like the Canadian Premier League. Like we have the Valor here and you see this great uh, Hamilton uh, team coming up with the ownership there. And why not get a women's league? Yeah, there's exactly. a talent for it. There's, yeah. a, there's a need. There's a want for it. So, yeah, you're right, brother. Uh, the soccer program uh, is exciting. And watching them in Edmonton, man, I remember us talking about that. I remember watching that game. Oh, yeah. that uh, The game against Mexico was just fantastic. It's just, 
it, it's it's something we probably didn't think we'd ever see. We thought maybe we'll, you know, they'll come close, but never really get there. Not and by close, I mean like you know, make it to the second last round. You know, yeah. to see them in the last round and to see them leading the group now is it's it's exciting to see for the men's and yeah, Winnie, I was just excited uh, watching the Olymp- uh, women's win the Olympics there in a shootout as watching Italy win, you know, the Euros kind of thing. It was it was yeah. fun to see. So that was insane. Yeah, that was insane. Hey, any of y'all out there? If you y'all know Desiree Scott, give her a shout out. Tell her to check out Rain Bay Talk Sports. We'd love to have her on as a guest. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. We have guests coming up in 2022. Don't worry. Follow us on social media. Uh, subscribe on our YouTube channel. But we would love to have her as a guest on this show to talk about her experience with that women's soccer team. Uh, what an amazing run. Um, yeah. uh, when you talk about 2021, the Olympics uh, with Simone Biles, uh, we had Naomi Osaka, a uh, great tennis player, uh, and also Carrie Price for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, bring mental health uh, to, the, to the front forefront uh, of sports news. And uh, you know the courage to do that uh, is absolutely amazing. And uh, the necessity to do that, uh, because it's always been stigmatized in society and and especially in sports. Yeah, it's always a culture of be tough, you know, fight through it no matter what you're trained to get through it. Uh, But athletes are humans too, man. Yeah. And and then it's also the fact how much athletes get paid, right? It's like, oh, you're making $10 million a year. You can't handle it. What's wrong? You should be happy. You should be whatever. It's just like, you know, like they always say money doesn't always buy happiness. Right. So. You know, I, I and people, it's always there's always something out there. People got to find something to attack, right? Yeah. You got an athlete; they're all well paid. They work hard for what they do. You know, and if you're going to invest that much time, your own time into doing something, and you you live and breathe it, right? You're waking up, you're eating properly, you're eating lunch, you're working out, you're eating properly, you're working out. You know, for the most part, the rest of us are just sitting on our couch eating a bag of chips. So you know, yeah. I, you know, it, mental health, yeah. It's, it's definitely, and it's, it's nice to see these athletes come out there because it gives the kids uh, kind of a role model to see, okay, I'm feeling almost the same way. Now I yeah. can speak up to it, bring it up to my parents, my counselor, whatever, right? It's a it's, it's good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you talk about, you know, them being millionaires and there are expectations of them being superstars and superheroes. And, you know, I'm going to talk a bit blindly on this. And, you know, I gave Hellebeck a hard time. Uh, but you talk about them being human and the media putting pressure on them and bringing their family into the picture. It's like, yeah. how do you expect people to respond to that? Yeah. You know, yeah, that, you, no, go ahead. Sorry. It, that's all I have to say. Like, wow. How do you expect someone to, to remain this machine that you expect them to be when you're prodding and prodding and they're, they're available to the public so much now with social media and constant media coverage. It's yeah. like, where is the privacy? I got, I got to shut my windows and, you know, hunker down in my own house to feel safe. So yeah, you, you want their opinions but, when you get their actual opinions and people are like, well, I don't want to hear that. So I'll, I'll shit on you for that kind of opinion. You know, and like you say, they, they, I mean, yeah, they get paid a lot of money, but they're out there. Then at the end of the day, they're human, right? Even though they're athletes and they're making lots of money, they're still human. They still yeah. go through a lot mentally, physically. I mean, the, the sport gets draining in itself. You know, and, and you're constantly doing that every day and, and the pressure, you know, like uh, Simone Biles, hey, you got to win that gold or else, you know, like Hellebuck, yeah. stop those pucks or else, right? Carey Price, same thing, man. It just, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good that they came, uh, they came forward 
Yeah. And they were, like you said, a role model to young athletes and also athletes of their own peers yeah. to say, you know what, you can come out and talk or take the time off to, you know, don't feel that you have to be there 24 uh, seven, like Carrie Price, all courage to him uh, and not to discount any of the other athletes, but to really step away. And, uh, and the support that he got from Montreal was great too. This is good yeah. to see that that's also uh, shaping the culture there. Uh, what else did you have? Uh, for any other happenings in 2021? Well, I guess speaking about Carey Price and the uh, Montreal Canadiens, that run to the Stanley Cup Finals, I know the the Stanley Cup Final did not uh, go very well for them at all, but, you know, every step of the way, coming back to beat Toronto, uh, sweeping Winnipeg, and then taking out Vegas when everyone thought, okay, this round is the round they're done against Vegas, you know, but you got to be happy to see that kind of a Canadian team get back there, uh, play well in the playoffs, even if it was really a Cinderella story and that and that glass slipper is shattered coming into this season, you know. But, yeah. again, they have issues. Carey Price is out uh, right now, so Shea Weber's gone. So, But, yeah, it was good to see that run. Um, unfortunately, you know, I had to stop the Jets' run, which we were all hoping to see. We thought it would be a little bit easier getting that conference final after they got yeah. past Edmonton. But it was looking good. Yeah, it's still good to see a Canadian team and the Montreal Canadiens uh, make a run to that cup. Yeah, and it was also good to see, I don't want to say old-fashioned hockey, but more team hockey. It wasn't about these big-name free agents. So old guys, young guys, fourth line, and of course, you know, Carey Price uh, having an outstanding postseason. But to see that kind of hockey, even when they were beating Winnipeg, uh, it was entertaining, fun, grinding, yeah, old-school hockey. Uh, so it's good to see there's a place in that still uh, amongst teams that are assigning free agents and hiding salary and bringing in other people. Uh, it's good to see that there's a formula that can still work. And of course, with momentum, that helps as well. Uh, yeah. But for that, yeah, that was fun for me uh, to watch there. Uh, yeah, it, was a good, it was a good run. And like you say, that, that, that good mix of young and old, you know, like they had Corey Perry and Eric Stahl on that fourth line, but then they had Suzuki and Caulfield. You know, they had that good mix, and they were agitators after the whistle, like you say, old-school hockey. Yeah. Um, they were agitators. Ben Sherratt, you know, give a guy yeah. a couple shots, the guy gives him a couple shots. Who goes to the box? The other guy. So <laughs> Totally. <laughs> it's frustrating to watch as a Jets fan. But. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, yeah, props to Montreal. Props to them uh, and that. And uh, my last one is Tiger Woods. Um you know, to see him in that, to see that car in that, you know, ravine or uh, whatever it was upside down and absolutely crunched. Uh, I was like, this guy's career is over, but not until he had that press conference recently where he said, you know what, I'm not going to be, the door is still open. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Like an old boxer, he kind of retired, but it's still there. But Physically, he probably can't do it anymore, especially having that crazy broken leg that was, you know, the option of being amputated was there. Uh, so, you know, it's unfortunate to see such a legend that we get to see. Uh, yeah, up. if you saw that car, you you were thinking uh, it wasn't just a broken leg, right? You you didn't think he came out of that car the way that thing was destroyed. So, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to see him fight back. It's good to see him get back on the course a few weeks ago there with his son. So. Maybe slowly he'll get in there, and it'd be good to see him at least play a couple couple rounds a year. I mean, if he can make it to the major tournaments, I know those are those are grind and long tournaments and courses yeah, and stuff. Of course, it'd be good to see him. Right, everyone everyone tunes in really to see Tiger Woods, right? 
That was the main yeah. thing, with main draw for golf for a long time, and it still is. If you got Tiger Woods in there, more people are going to watch. So, yeah, he's absolutely money, and it will be unfortunate not to see that red shirt on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you might soon. His son's coming along. Oh my goodness! I got. He's already I'm, wearing that red shirt. Yeah, I'm watching his YouTube videos <laughs> to try and fix my son. Yeah, trying to fix my swing with him, man. Uh, whatever your old kid, it's amazing what he can do. Yeah, oh my for goodness. sure. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I got my Jets jersey on. Happy New Year! Nice. Right uh, on. What's going on with the Jets now, bro? I, 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 I I'm kind of getting encouraged, but I don't want to jump fully in. They had a couple <laughs> weeks off. Well, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying. Like. You know, I, I kind of want to get on Lowry, and I, of course I'm cheering for them, but I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical to see if this is a sustained thing or if it's just new coach, we're rested, we're good to go, and then they get a couple. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's going on with the Jets now? Yeah, it's it's still good to sit in that wait-and-see mode, right? Because how many games have we really gone with Lowry now? Is it four? Yeah. Right? Between the break at Christmas and then the uh, postponed games that were supposed to be here in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, that got postponed because it wouldn't be any fans. Um, yeah, they, they've looked all right. I mean, the Vegas game, the first period was one-sided. It was all Vegas and Hellebuck, you know, it steadied that shit. But they, that's not too uh, – they were off for two weeks, two, almost three weeks or whatever it was, right, before playing a yeah. game. So, of course, that first period is going to take a bit. But then they they got it back together and they came out and they uh, were able to hang on for a 5-4 winning real tee. And then last night against Arizona, it was another slugfest. Crazy shots and that goalie again. I, I can't even say his name. One who shut us out last time. I'm not gonna try. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try because I can't even pronounce it. Uh, but he was he was stellar again last night. You know, I think the Jets had over 40 shots. Yeah. Uh, so he hung in there. So yeah, it's, it's you know cautiously optimistic here. But again, Lowry, uh, Dave Lowry has not really veered too far off of Homo's set lines and all that stuff. I don't see any difference really right now. He's keeping he's keeping with the tried and true with his guys there. So, um, but they seem to be going well. And you know, Sveshnikov got a goal last night too, so it's good to see. Yeah, From, you know, I, I've been busy. I've been able to tune in to these Jets games, but it seems like they're playing a little more physical. And maybe by, by physical, I mean confidence. Uh, I don't know exactly. I can't really tell by highlights. Maybe that's why I'm also uh, apprehensive of jumping fully on to the Jets train. But uh, it's encouraging. They got a game against Colorado and Minnesota this week um, and also the Kraken. But I say it's Colorado, Minnesota, because they're ahead of them in the standings and they're chasing them, right? They're two good yeah. teams. So they're very good, be teams. good. Good litmus test to see how they uh, handle those two teams. Yeah. Yeah. So coming out of 2021 or yeah, we're coming out of 2021. Now let's go back into 2021. Uh, what a year for the Jets, of course, with the playoffs coming out of the playoffs, a bit disappointed, very disappointed. <laughs> coming to the season, optimistic, coming in a bit shaky. Uh, we know we got a uh, coaching change and just talked about our recent coach. What are your thoughts on 2021 uh, and Jets Nation? Yeah, this the season was fairly inconsistent, even into 2021. That Canadian division was pretty, pretty weak, so it made it a little bit easier for the Jets to win games against the Canucks, the Senators, uh, and even the Flames, who weren't very good last year. Uh, to get into playoffs. And then you had the excitement of that play first round sweep against the Oilers. Um, have you ever read the book Broken Ribs and Popcorn? No. It basically details the Jets from the beginning, from the WHA days to, um, I think, I haven't finished it yet, but I think just after the Howard Chuck days, like, you know, early 90s or whatever. 
and you're, you know, I'm reliving all these memories of the eighties and when we could not beat the Oilers, right. Every freaking time, good teams. Gretzky would, you know, five points that night. Fear would, you know, stonewall us constantly like crazy. Right. So once we finally beat them last year, you're like, Hey, this is our time. We're finally going to do it. And then that second round was, you know, whatever. So that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun yeah. playoff round. Uh, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, but yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, a four game sweep of the Oilers. Cause how many times did they do it back to us in the eighties? Right. And yeah. it's like, then even in 1990, when they ended up three, one, you're like, okay, this is it. And then they blow it. So it was finally good to see them, uh, get that monkey back off their back, even though it didn't lead to anything better throughout. The <laughs> and there's, they're heavily favored and there yeah. it happened. So it felt good. It's yeah. a little victory we had last year. Uh, yeah. And then, like you said, Pomo, Paul Maurice resigning, you know, which was close to the end of the year. That's probably one of the biggest, another shocking move that happened in Winnipeg. And we've talked about it. I said, it, I've crazy. said it is probably time was up. You know, it was probably the right move at, at the time. It probably should have been done earlier because you could have got guys uh, that we've talked about. You talked about Bruce Boudreaux. I don't think we mentioned it, but earlier in the <laughs> if they would have done it in the offseason, you had a chance maybe for Gerard Glenn, you know, stuff like that that could have brought in, you know, a more stable coach. But we'll yeah. see what Dave Lowry can do here and, and hopefully he can keep this going. Yeah. I wish I would have known that he didn't want to come back initially. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have defended his ass because <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. I thought, you know, now that he got this defense, here we go. And there were yeah. glimpses of that in the first, whatever, how many games was he here? 20s, uh, whatever. Uh, there were little glimpses of, oh, this team could be this. And then uh, the Wheeler line started gelling. And then we started getting more chemistry. And then Wheeler got hurt. And then the wheels fell off. And then this guy's like, oh, I'm going to go home. It's like, uh, you know, I, I did want to see him coach the team without knowing that he wanted to quit. Uh, to at least, you know, the Olympic break uh, yeah. to see what kind of team that he had. Uh, but, you know. They were still, still coming through inconsistent, though, again this year, right? Like you say, they had a yeah. good start. And, you know, the first couple of games were whatever they lost, but then they got rolling a bit. You're thinking, okay, his new system or whatever his new plan was, was working. But then they got right back in the same rut they've been in the last couple of years where, you know, things, I don't know, what, what did he call it before a couple of years ago? A malaise or something like that. You know, like mm. it works good, and then five games it's not. So it it just they kept spinning their wheels. So yeah, and I guess maybe he thought because Wheeler's out, he doesn't want to be around anymore. I don't know. How long is Wheeler out for? Anyways, they haven't mentioned any really anything. When he, the plan is for them to come weeks, back. weeks. <laughs> what does uh, that mean? No, man. So yeah, like he was a he was a character, and uh, he did uh, serve a purpose, and he did elevate the team to another level. Uh, but we'll see what Lowry does. It's his yeah. team now. Uh, there's no one really to bring in. And like you said, maybe they, if they did it early, thank God they didn't ditch him and get Joel Quinville because that would have been a mess. Yeah, uh, been a, him, <laughs> and, him and Chevy could have both gone together. Yeah, and that, well, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to that Chevy and uh, his role, and we'll get more into Cal Beach in a bit. Uh, but he was on that organization, and he kind of snuck out of it unscathed with the help of Mark Chipman. Yeah, uh, he sure did. I still feel he probably should have been held a lot more accountable than he did. Um, yeah. but I mean, did they even give him a slap on the wrist? Really? They really got nothing out of it. He got his job oh. still. Uh, nothing changed for him, uh, even though he could have done something back then to yeah. help the situation or whatever. So still very disappointed in, in Chevy and Mark Chipman for that move. And, 
and so far I haven't seen anything come out of it. You know, how they were said they were going to make a change. They were going to fight for this, fight for that. Like Kyle Beach still went through uh, issues, you know, with the settlement with the Blackhawks, you know, so it's like they didn't help with that, you know, and I haven't seen anything with, with that since then. So I'm still holding out hope that they're, they're going to have something or they're going to be pioneers behind something. I don't know, but still disappointed in that situation for sure. Yeah. Are we surprised? Are we surprised? You know, this George Floyd thing and they had things on their helmets and hockey against racism. What has happened since then? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, Something for sure. comes up. Let's we're on the train and then it just fizzled out. Fizzles out. Yeah. Where's that uh, carpet? Where's that broom? Let's sweep it under there and get it out of here. All the time. All the time. Yeah. And they'll do the same with this. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, don't even get me started on. Uh, we don't have time for me to get started <laughs> on hockey culture and all that BS going on in there and how it needs. Yeah, it's one. It's a weird culture, man. It's Jeez, a weird culture. Stand up soon and start going <laughs> off, man. Sit, sit back down. down. Sit back down. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's <laughs> let's move on to NHL happenings. Uh, Tampa Bay back to back champs. Uh, what 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 it's what can you say? Like people were calling that team to win the, the Stanley Cup from day one, and they did. Yeah, and really they didn't surprised. even have to uh, you know hide Kucherov or anything like that. Oh, wait, they did. <laughs> yeah, Never mind. Exactly. <laughs> Brilliant GMing, man. That's smart GMing. Yeah, you know, I mean, what, if it's a rule, why not? Or not? A, you know, it's a way around. So what is what was Eddie Guerrero saying? Cheat, Cheat to win. Yeah, right. If you ain't cheating, again? you ain't winning or something. Like that. He had that saying that he if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. There you go. So I, I, well, think, I mean, technically it's not cheating, but they found the loophole. Um, yeah. you know, just like Bill Belichick has done many times in New England. You know, they found that loophole and they're like, Hey, let's use it to our advantage. And, and it, it worked out. You know, Kucherov came back for the playoffs and was a beast. Yeah. So but yeah, uh, I just I, I just want to say that uh a, mas- a mas- massage, a message popped up my screen uh, from an Oilers fan, and it said, "Fuck the Oilers, man." Uh, so just because we they're just recently just... talked about the Oilers, Ooh. what's going on? Yeah, they're down four-two with fifteen seconds left. So, so shout I, out I, to I'm... my uh, homie there in Edmonton, the Oilers fan. I have uh, a cousin feeling. out in Edmonton who's a hardcore Oilers fan, and he's the one I always got into, and he's got into me where my rankings for the Oilers are, but. Good God, right now they are awful. Yeah, speaking of Pomo, somebody have been whispering about him oh, boy. here. Isn't that crazy? I would love to see that happen, actually. Oh, would you? And then come back <laughs> and whoop us in the playoffs. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't even tempt that, brother. Let, let, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Uh, we talked about the Olympics uh, earlier on, and uh, Olympics just happening without any spectators in the stands. Uh, and now another Olympics coming, the Winter Olympics, uh, and the NHL is not going. Uh, many players disappointed. I think it's Marshawn on Boston who said a couple things, being disappointed. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hellebuck in Winnipeg saying he's disappointed. At Stamkos saying he's disappointed and understandable. Stamkos hasn't. That's the one thing he hasn't won. Uh, so your thoughts on that? Uh, we kind of saw it coming. Yeah, it's... Uh... I, I get the disappointment for sure because there's there's guys that this would have been their last one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's guys that this would have been their first and maybe their only chance, really, right? You never know what happens in four years from now. So it is kind of disappointing they don't get to go. John Cooper, who is going to be coach as well, was disappointed. So it's not just the players. Um, it starts with the top down. I bet they're all disappointed. But you got to see where it's coming from. And 
right now it probably doesn't. It, I mean, with all these games getting canceled in the NHL right now, it doesn't make sense. Um, just like the World Juniors just getting canceled a couple weeks ah, ago. That's a shame. You know, I feel more for those guys because some of them were at the end. This is their last chance to win that gold. Like Cole Perfetti is 19, so he doesn't get to go back next year. Um, yeah. And they were playing pretty well, and Perfetti was having a great tournament, you know. But it also, the other guys, the guys from the other countries that aren't watched as much, this is their chance to kind of showcase and show what, what they can do to the for the NHL and, and how these execs see them. So I feel bad for them as well. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but unfortunately that's where we are in this, in this world right now. And some of those kids, uh, despite NHL scouts being there, this is the highest yeah. level of hockey they're going to play. Exactly that too. Like even, yeah. even some of this juniors is better than some of the European play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so so this is the top of the line, the best thing that they'll get to be in, and you know it's kind of just taken away. And there's crazy stuff happening with the Russia team on an oh, airplane, yeah. trying to have <laughs> cigarettes and swearing maybe to the thing and not wearing their masks. So my goodness, I'm sure they're upset too, and I get it. And I would have a good upset. time before they got back home. Oh my goodness! I don't want to mess with. <laughs> I'm gonna get on a plane, man. That's dangerous. Uh, you yeah, gotta you behave when you're getting on. Don't plane. mess around. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you four NHL sports stories, and I want to pick. I want you to pick one uh, that really uh, kind of uh, stuck out to you, and just tell me why. Kraken first season, McDavid taking things to a new level, Ovi chasing Gretz, or Eichel, which is the most intriguing to you, and why? Yeah, I don't know. You know what? The the OB chasing Gretzky scoring actually is kind of pretty interesting to me because it's one of those records where you look at it and go, no one's ever touched that. You know, like, like Gretzky scored 92 goals in one season, right? And you know, like you're looking at it going, no one, no one's gonna get close to that. Uh Ovechkin was kind of there, but you're always uh, he's tapering off, he's getting old, he's he's obviously gonna drop in goals, but good God, he's having a wicked season this year. And yeah. it kind of makes it exciting. And it's exciting because Gretzky too is kind of behind it. Now, at least he says he's behind it, you know, and you never know in the back of his mind when he's thinking, but, but he's yeah. behind it and he's like, yeah, I want to see him do it. Uh, he's getting close, you know, and, and the guy is, he's, you know, if, if you go back, and I know Crosby's going through uh, health, like he's been hurt this year and stuff like that, but you know, oh, Ovechkin wow. right now is better than Crosby and, and at their oh, age, yeah. you know, and they had this debate earlier and stuff, but I know Crosby's won more cops, but. Right now, what Wolveshkin's doing at this age, and it's it's, it's as great an individual to see. player, yeah, yeah, it's you know, amazing. It, it, he hasn't slowed down this year. He's better this year than he was last year. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm totally cheering for this guy. And like you say, yeah, maybe maybe Gretzky is cheering for him. That's what he said. <laughs> he wants to say, look at it. One goal about to break it. Here comes Tanya Harding, and boof, right on. The, never mind. That's bad to say. But I I, I agree with you, Ovi. I, I'd love to see him break that record. Uh, it would be an amazing thing. Like, and the longevity of this guy's career, playing at a high level and getting better uh, and better uh, is amazing. He's he's at 24 goals right now in 34 games. You know, that's crazy for, like... <laughs> that's crazy. He, he's one under dry settle for the scoring lead. Like, you know, it's their goal lead. That's, that's amazing at his age. Yeah. Now they're still going that strong. How about another uh, old-timer going strong? And another championship in Tampa Bay. You got Tom Brady. Uh, let's go to the NFL. Uh, lots going on with the Bucks right now. We'll get into that as well. But <laughs> impressive, yes. Tom oh, Brady winning that Super Bowl. Big time. Like you thought he would go there. You know, they have a, a good offensive weapons. Um, and they do it right, but I was never expecting them to end up winning that Super Bowl. And, and in the fashion that they did, yeah. you know, 
the playoffs, they just rolled through this fashion, the Saints and that game against the Packers. And then the D stepped up. You know, Brady wasn't the greatest through the whole run. You know, throwing a bunch of interceptions. The D stepped up when they had to, but Brady got got it done. Fournette. Uh, when, he, when he had to, right? Yeah, Fournette, exactly, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing to see him win all those uh, Super Bowls in New England and then switch to a different team and, and win no problem, right? Meanwhile, you got yeah. Rodgers in Green Bay who's struggling to win that second one, and then he watches Brady go to a new team and win <laughs> another, right? So it's like, exactly. It's like, come exactly. on, man. <laughs> maybe, he, he, maybe he's itching to get out of Green Bay if they don't win one this year. Yeah. Well, that was a big issue in 2021. We'll talk about Rogers in a second. (laughs) Let's stick with the Bucks and talk about a good friend of yours, Antonio Brown, (laughs) who is no longer a Buck. What's up with that dude, man? Don't you have a Browns jersey or a Brown jersey? I mean, why would I do that? I got (laughs) Paul. You're a Steeler fan. Steeler fan. I got Palomalu. I got (laughs) Bettis. Man, I ain't going with no Brown. And let me tell you why. This dude, (laughs) this dude, like, come on, man. I get it. I get it. You know, um, I, I do not take mental health lightly at all, uh, especially in the, in the in the world that we're in. Uh, a lot of people suffering uh, through this pandemic. I, I, absolutely. Uh, in my industry, mental health is a top priority. There are initiatives uh, in my union uh, that we fight for. So I take it absolutely seriously. Uh, but part of me, after watching Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, in Oakland, in New England, and now in Tampa Bay. It's got to be more than mental health. Uh, And we can't discount this guy being just a selfish, egotistical guy. I'm sorry to say, yes, he might have mental health issues, and it might be attributed to CTE, but we've seen hundreds of athletes with CTE, not hundreds, I'm sorry, uh, but I'm sure hundreds deal with CTE, and we don't see this kind of behavior, bro. Uh, quitting on your team. That's a cardinal sin in any sport, but in football, no, man, that's a death blow. Yeah. Like you say, it's hard, it's hard to know for sure. But I mean, he was, he seemed pretty selfish back even in his Pittsburgh days. Like we mentioned before the, the uh, Facebook video there after that game, when you know, and was asked not to, or they had a rule where no videos through the locker room. So it's hard to say if it's mental health or not, but the, the way he acted on, on Sunday there, throwing off his his stuff is you go back to his fake uh vaccination card oh, or goodness. whatever it was there that you know he brought in to get to the team and his suspension that followed so yeah it's hard to just say if it was just mental health or not and for sure you always feel for someone if, if that is the issue but i think with antonio brown it's it's beyond you know it's more about a selfishness kind of thing absolutely and, and this this behavior people like to look at the von Tess perfect hit which was a brutal Brutal yeah, hit. Like brutal. this dude's arm was frozen in the air. Uh, so yes, I get it. But yeah. it's also around the same time he got all that money. Yeah. He was the highest paid wide receiver at the time, I believe. Yeah, he was that good up, until he got paid. Like good. Pump up your ego. Person. Bro. You know, yeah. Yeah. And the thing he did that with the Steelers too. He quit on them. He put on that big fur jacket and was on the sideline, you know, yeah. while they're fighting to get into the playoffs. So yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, all 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 respect uh to to him. Uh, and to people who are dealing with mental health issues, but there's something else at play here. Yeah, you know, there's something else at play with this dude, and if if he can be helped with it, uh, uh, I hope he does get his his help for sure. Uh, I mean, lots going on in this 2021 NFL year. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 
Still going still with that, air, bro. Still That's no resolve on that. Is he? Uh, I'm sure we're gonna hear all offseason if he's being traded back to or not back, but to Miami again. Oh my goodness! But he's got a he's got to resolve his issues that he currently has going on. I think before anything happens. So yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's probably time at this point to either to to, to resolve that either he gets charged. Uh, or you know they they go through another path, but it's you know it's a whole year of football that he's missed, and you know and if he's destroyed people's lives or changed people's lives, then he deserves more punishment than that. Yeah, it's kind of, I'm gonna kind of smush a whole thing together here. It's been a really weird year for quarterbacks, veteran quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. It, uh, it's just been a weird weird year. Like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Is he damaged, bro, by Urban Meyer? Like, I hope not. Hopefully not. Oh, my goodness. What a mess that was. Hopefully not. Hopefully. But, he, you know, he hasn't shown any improvement even now that Meyer is gone. He's making some bad mistakes. So, hopefully he's still fixable. But hopefully they don't go through the process of hiring new coaches every year or two because that's definitely going to mess them up uh, for the future. Yeah, and in your own house. There, the uh, Santa Clara 49ers. You <laughs> traded three first rounders, yeah? For tra- three first rounders? Three uh, they first traded round? two, but used three basically to pick them. But yeah, you, you can have this debate this forever time? how many picks they use, how many first rounders. <laughs> it's just like watching 49ers Twitter this year has been a, uh, I don't know how, what you want to call it, but oh, uh, people lose their mind. It was only two. It was only two. Wow. Technically, it was three. They may have only yeah, traded, yeah. you know, but yeah, I mean, he looks. I, I, I mean, I texted you on Sunday when he was playing in that first half, and I said he looked brutal. And, you know, and I was sitting there angry watching him play and going, man, you're playing this Houston team. How are you not doing this? But second half was a lot different. He looked a lot better. But for the Niners, that was that was a big move that they made, trading all that capital uh, to move up to number three and pick Trey Lance, uh, especially the fact that he was sitting this year. You know, you think about that capital yeah. that they could have used yeah. um, to get players to kind of help them, their DBs are pretty trash so you know what they could have used that there was a couple good guys there uh certain uh samuel jr yeah. like there's a couple guy good guys you know but hey if it works out and trades the uh quarterback for the next 15 years or so then then it was a good move but we got a quick glimpse on sunday uh we'll see what else you can do and how about the rams moving for stafford another qb move that looks like it's really paying off now like i'm kind of inching towards the rams is Super Bowl favorites. Uh, your thoughts on that so far? Brilliant. That's a, that's another QB that I think the Niners or uh, Shanahan was hoping to get, but uh, oh, the Rams boy. gave up a, a decent price for him. Yeah, you can't. You're not turning down two first rounders. You know, I know one was to take on the golf contract, basically, or whatever. But I'm not sold totally yet on Stafford. He's had some good games, but he has still looked like the Stafford of the Lions sometimes with some of his interceptions, even on Sunday against Baltimore. He was throwing some awful passes, and we've seen Baltimore's D get eaten up alive this year, you know. And and he was struggling for the most part against them. So I'm not sold on it yet. We'll see what he does in the playoffs. But that was a big move by by the Rams, and they're all in, right? They're yeah. trading away draft picks like crazy. And I, I wonder I if they don't end up winning this year, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason and how to keep all these guys together, or if they're just going to trade more picks for no, more guys. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. They got to win this roster. But yeah. 
Man, if they had a running game that was really, really good. Cam Akers is coming back. Okay. So we'll see, but he's coming. He's coming off an ACL tear or Achilles. Yeah. 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 It's a miraculous. He's coming out pretty quick. Yeah. He just got hurt this year. Yeah. Well, I guess at the beginning in training camp or not even. Maybe it's before before training camp, but that's usually like half a year plus a little bit more. Like, all right. I hope all the best. Yeah. But I am itching towards uh, the Rams. Let's move on to friends and neighbors. Favorite segment, Ray and Benny versus the coin. What games we got going on this week, brother? We got the Chargers, Raiders, Saints at the Falcons, Niners at the Rams, and Cowboys at the Eagles. I'm going to go first because I'm going to make sure I'm going to pick the Niner game before you do. (laughs) So you can't be changing your mind. Uh, The first game, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take the away team. Uh, you know, the, the Raiders sometimes look good and, you know, but I got, I got to take the Chargers and Herbert. Win it, win and they're in, right? Unless the Colts lose, then they both can tie. Takes 15 kneel downs is what they were talking about for both of the ties, 0-0. <laughs> zero, zero. <laughs> 15 kneel downs each. <laughs> oh, right. my Series? God. I mean, it's, it can't be just 15, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't know. But yeah, yeah that'd be soft today. Zero, zero, no. Five. Uh <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I I don't think the Raiders have what it takes to win that game. See uh, what this coin's doing. Here comes the coin. Flipping the coin. Flipping the coin. Heads, the coin says. Going with the home team. Wow. Coin's going with the Raiders. AFC West matchup. You never know. You never know. You never know sometimes. Yeah. That is very true. Those divisional matchups, you think you know. What what and is that then, gesture? Uh, that Ka, what was that Cal Lowry? <laughs> Big blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Saints and Falcons. Uh, that's you. You go next. I uh, I swore as as much as I want the Falcons to win this game because it clinches the uh, Niners a spot in the playoffs automatically. I'm going to go with the Saints. Who's playing quarterback for the Saints? Uh, Taysom Hill. I'm going to take the Falcons. It's amazing how they no one can seem to stop Taysom Hill. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Coin, what do you say, brother? Coin, here comes the coin. Here comes the coin. Oh, heads, brother Ray, siding with you. I got that. I got that. Let's go to the next game: Niners at the Rams. I just said I'm kind of eating towards the Rams, so nothing personal against you, Brother Benny, but I'm going to take the Rams at home. You know what? It pains me to say this. The Niners are 5-0 and in their last five games against the Rams, but I feel like that's going to come to a close here. Jimmy's still possibly hurt. Lance, I don't know if he's there yet to face a D like the Rams, so unfortunately I'm going to pick the Rams to win. Yeah, it pains me, man. It pains me. It's That's not that I want blasphemy. the Rams to win. No, That's it's not blasphemy. that I, I want the Niners to win, obviously. But all right, I'm being realistic here. Let's see what the coin says. Wow. I'm Maybe right. the coin will. Uh, I think an angel lost its wings, brother. Damn. There you go. There you go. See? Look at that. Someone believes in the Niners. <laughs> not you. Well, no, I believe in them, but... <laughs> 
Unfortunately, I think I think it just adds a lot to the Rams knowing that they could possibly not knock the Niners out. Yeah, probably don't want to face them in the playoffs. So I get you. I get you. Going the realistic side, but you know what? Thank you, Coin. I'll be head over heart on this weekend. Head over heart. Let's go to the last game here: Cowboys, Eagles. Cowboys at the Eagles. Who you got, brother? I hopefully not too many players get rested in this game, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I will go Cowboys as well. That defense, you know, and I'm not too convinced about the Eagles offense. They, they've looked okay, but against Washington, eh, Washington's a bit tired. So that's where I'm going. Uh, that's Ray. Oh, I'm about to cut off the coin. Yeah, don't don't forget the coin, man. <laughs> Here comes the coin. I care. Here comes the coin. We care. Coin's coin. going to be Come upset. I know. Coin, I owe you a drink. Tails, the Cowboys. So we're all we're all going Cowboys on that one. Playing safe on that one. Friends and neighbors, don't forget to check out our social media on Twitter, on Instagram for the updated standings of Ray and Benny versus the coin. Let's go into uh, one of my favorite segments of the week. Benny's Brickhead of the Week. Who are you, who are you giving that award to, brother? First off, I will say, just in case, our, our handle is Ray Benny Sports at Ray Benny Sports for Twitter and Instagram and all that. So don't forget that. Thanks, bro. Uh, when you're looking us up, you got my back. Brickhead Rick of the week. You know what? Again, thank you, uh, Brady Kachuk, for this. Um, probably a few ways we could have gone. You know, we talked about AB earlier. He could have been one, but you know what? I'm going to go with stick with the NFL and go with Dan Snyder and that crumbling stadium <sighs> stadium of his. Dude, spend some of your money. How much money you got? You got billions. Use it. You watch fans break through a railing and almost crush not only Jalen Hurts, but there was a cameraman that was basically under there who just barely got missed of being crushed by, you know, how many fans fell there? Six plus railing. Yeah. So, you know what? Dan Snyder, big old brick for you in that stadium, man. Sell the team. Man, imagine if we had bricks from the beginning of Rain Benny Talk Sports. <laughs> he would have all 12, possibly. He would probably the get NFL's, uh, <laughs> That's that <true>. clown. <laughs> Let's go to another great segment. Eat that hot dog. Uh, there's that good music. Yeah, listen to it. That's some good music. Let's give out our hot dogs. I'm giving mine to Jake Thomas. He just re-signed with our Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, back to back champions of the Canadian Football League. Uh, what can you say? You know, he was the one who raised the cup after the drought. Uh, he's back for a 10th year. A lynchman. What a great cup he had. He had a great, great yeah. cup. And he plays a yeah, small he was amount great. Of, yeah, he doesn't play all the snaps. So, Jake Thomas, welcome back to Winnipeg. We love you here. Have a hot dog. Yeah, I'm going to give mine out to amazing young defenseman there for the Colorado Avalanche, Kale McCarr. That goal last night in overtime against Chicago. Wow, uh, you know that's all I can say. It was it was a great play. Uh, I'm not even sure what defenseman or what player there he burns, but and then he burns Flurry. You know, no problem. So, you know, hot dog for you, Kale McCarr. Keep going with that. It's great to see those kind of young guys play in the NHL. Yeah, that was like a kind of like a human joystick kind of, you know, like he went backwards and around and it yeah. was insane. It was absolutely insane. Go check that out on YouTube uh, after you subscribe to our channel. Uh, what do you got to say to the people, brother? 
you know what? We were we didn't talk about this earlier when we were talking about NFL, but John Madden passed away uh, recently. You know, rest in peace to John Madden. He was not mainly a big part of our lives from playing Madden football. You know, we had some good games against, you know, each other and all our friends with that tournaments and stuff. Uh, And then watching him with Pat Summerall on those broadcasts, like, you know, first it was a game, then watching him in those, uh, you know, getting to know more of him in the watching the broadcast. So, you know, it's unfortunate. He was a little bit older, but you know, at, uh, he uh, definitely uh, paved the way for a lot of video games and paved the way for a lot of kids who ended mm-hmm. up, you know, getting into the sport because of John Madden. Yeah, him and Pat Summerall were legendary. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, the, and, and the way he described football, like he knew like the regular dude was watching. It wasn't for guys who watch, you know, they have their own things to say. He tried to break it down. For, for regular Joe watching the game. And he was so entertaining while he was doing that. And yeah, of course, the John Madden video games, you know, we played uh, leagues. Played, uh, you remember your first game in Madden? Yeah, man. I lost like 90 something to nothing. Uh, that was a good and time. Then, and then, you know, we played a league. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, we don't have to get it. We don't have to talk about it. Further. We <laughs> are the champions, my friend. Thank you, we yeah. <laughs> friends and neighbors, for joining us. Uh, 2022, we're excited to bring you more episodes, more great interviews. Um, and in the words of Mike Tomlin, uh, some advice for the new year. Last week was last week. This week is this week. Next week is next week. Be kind. Be safe, help each other out. Happy New Year from Ray and Benny. Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ray Benny Sports and check out our YouTube channel, Ray and Benny Talk Sports. Go subscribe, leave a like, comment, tell us what you think.